A word. A one, a one word suggestion. Uh, banana prompt, phone. If you will. Banana phone. Banana phone. All right. You ready? Yes. Yeah. Banana phone. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. I decided I'm going to hop on the quarantine bandwagon and actually make bread. <laughs> okay. I'm going to yeah, give, nice. I'm going to take a stab at banana bread for the first time ever. Okay. I know Just nobody else is doing and this. Throw it in the oven? Yeah. And cinnamon right. and baking powder and baking soda. And uh, okay. Hang on one second. Hey! Welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your host, Kenny CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as shows by our guests. And this week, we, we watched uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, now on Netflix. But not the movie, the show. The show, please do not watch the movie. <laughs> That's the Thank only you. thing I know about the movie is that it sucks. It's real bad. Yeah, don't, like, even if you're curious about it and be like, oh, yeah, I kind of like the show, but I should check out what the movie is. Don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> Got it. You're going you're gonna to very much regret it. Well, as I was um, saying, anyways, I'm gonna yeah, throw go some banana uh, bread, some dark chocolate choco chips in there to really, really spice things Ooh, up. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, this is yeah. It'll be my first time ever making bread, and it'll probably go fine. the <laughs> The bananas are ripening as we speak. They're, are you Are you doing fridge. it solo, or is anyone gonna help you? Solo, baby. All right. Solo in that I'm using all of uh, my girlfriend's ingredients and her oven and everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Besides be standing by with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, exactly. Besides the okay. bananas and the chocolate chips, I am providing those myself. Okay. Everything else is on her. Uh, nice. It should go fine. I, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I love banana bread. Like I'll just, I could eat that for meals and it would be great. I think we talked about this already, but that's fine. Banana bread is is pretty great. Let's bring in our guests really quick. We got we have Riley joining us this week. Welcome back, Riley. Hi, Riley. Hey guys. How do you feel about uh, banana bread? As long as it's not zucchini bread, I will eat it. Wow. Okay. And now, pro or anti chocolate chips and banana bread? Oh, pro for sure. I yeah. mean, it's Some, like eating a, a, a starchy sundae, basically, or a starchy, a starchy banana sundae. <laughs> okay. Uh, and now, are you going dark chocolate chips or milk chocolate chips? You know, if you asked. 12-year-old Riley, he would have said, you, dark chocolate, as most 12-year-olds probably would have. Same. Uh, but uh, no, I've definitely, uh, you've definitely grown a lot in appreciation for dark chocolate. And I think it is kind of better to use dark chocolate in like cookies or like baked goods. Uh, so yeah, go go dark, CJ. Yeah. Nice. I'm I'm the same exact way. I don't think I used to like dark chocolate and then I've completely 180 and now I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I I don't even really like milk chocolate that much anymore. It it just tastes. It's kind of like the skim milk of chocolate, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. It's yeah, it's like yeah, watered it's, down. It's right in yeah. the name, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know what's not watered down? This TV show that we watched. Ooh. There's some water. Uh, in it. Or you could bend it. You know, more like water bending. <laughs> like Beckham. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Avatar and more coming up on the Or Talking podcast. Duco. You must let go of your feelings of shame if you want your anger to go away. But I don't feel any shame at all. I'm as proud as ever. Prince Zuko, pride is not the opposite of shame, but its source. True humility is the only antidote to shame. Well, my life has been nothing but humbling lately. And we're back! (laughs) You're talking podcast, joined once again by Riley. And Riley, we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender this week, which you chose... Uh, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for someone who's never heard of Avatar. 
specifically, we watched episode nine of season two, Bitter Work. Uh, if you could describe the show and then maybe touch on what that episode had in it, uh, please, please do that. Okay. <laughs> Ready, go. <laughs> All right. Avatar, The Last Airbender. It's a wonderful, wonderful, uh, not anime, but animated uh, show. Uh, it was on Nickelodeon for a few seasons. Basically, in the world, there are four nations, firebenders, earthbenders, waterbenders, and airbenders. Uh, but the fire nation is, you know, kind of evil. They try to take over the world. In, uh, Ten seconds. Uh, it's up to the Avatar uh, to Five, bring balance back to the universe. Four, uh, and three, Aang is our main two, character. He is the new Avatar. One. Okay, maybe we should give you 30 seconds to describe the episode. Too. Okay. <laughs> this episode is basically Aang, uh, the main character, trying to learn earthbending, uh, which is very different from his uh, native airbending. Uh, you know, they're kind of polar opposites, uh, which is a really cool theme. And also in the episode, the antagonist, Prince Zuko, uh, tries to learn more firebending techniques. And it juxtaposes their two journeys. There we go. So I guess question off the top, have you seen all of uh, Avatar? Or are you one of the people who, like now that it's back on Netflix, are like just diving into it for the first time? Which it feels like a lot of people are just discovering it for the first time, which is awesome, but it is awesome. Yeah. Where are you at? Uh, but I was, uh, you know, back when I was 12 years old, didn't like dark chocolate, but I did love avatar, the last airbender, uh, you know, <laughs> so naive was, back then. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it was right in my wheelhouse as like a, you know, el- elementary school, middle schooler loved it so much as a kid. And I think it, the run ended like right when I was like getting into high school, or, like my freshman year, you know, back then, I you know watched it for like the cool bending and like the fight scenes, and now that it's on Netflix, this is the first time I've seen it since like high school, and I've really developed uh, a much deeper appreciation for the show and its storytelling. Like uh, it's almost as if I'm seeing it for the first time, honestly, because uh, just a new set of eyes, uh, you know, different things I look for other than just you know punching rocks and you know blasting fire. So uh, just yeah. Yeah, the the world build the world building and the storytelling are things I appreciate now, and I think uh, one of the reasons I chose this episode in particular is because I think the level of care put into the show is really evident in this episode. Better work, and I'm yeah, I'm I, I was really excited to watch this one again, uh, and it's you know it's a quieter episode. There aren't like really many m- many of those you know fight scenes, uh, but it's you know it's it's a really good development character development kind of episode. Yeah, definitely. And, and CJ, I'm assuming this is the only episode you've ever seen of Avatar. Oh, I, you it? know, I went above and beyond and I watched the episode uh, before it. So now I've seen <laughs> like two whole episodes. <laughs> so I kind of knew what was going on a little bit. That, that Yeah, I was curious because they do a recap at the beginning and I watched it with Meg today. By the way, I knew exactly what episode this was just based on the title because uh, I've seen it so many times. I, I love this show. Yeah. But yeah, they did a recap and I was like, oh, CJ's not even going to really understand what's, what's happening <laughs> right now. But um, so that I'm sure that helped that you watched the one before. A little bit. Definitely. Um, I got I got like the big picture. Like I get that. Uh, well, I mean, just the intro to the show you get. He's, you know, yeah, the last avatar that's supposed to like save all of them by learning these skills from the other elements. But yeah, I, I I didn't feel completely lost. That's good. That's good. Uh, Ken, were you like a an Avatar fan uh, when it was like actually on TV? No, and I didn't I didn't really watch it until I think I had actually seen the shitty movie first. <laughs> oh no! 
And then I, I didn't really get into it until uh, maybe like five or six years ago. I watched it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I've watched it probably like four or five more times. Um, it's it's a really good show to watch all of, like in order. I, so CJ, I, I, we'll talk about what you thought of it later. But even if you didn't like it, I would highly suggest, uh, if you're interested, starting in the beginning. Because it is... As Riley alluded to, it does a lot of building on itself and gotcha. the growth of some of these characters uh, throughout the entire series is kind of what's, in my opinion, the best part of the show, specifically Zuko's journey, I think is really interesting. You're seeing just a slice of him in, in these episodes, but that's he, the angry guy, right? Yes, he's the angry guy <laughs> with the, the, with the scar guy. in his face. Yeah, um, he starts out that way and then he, he, he I don't want to spoil anything, but he, he grows as a person. So. I, I really like that. And yeah, the fight scenes are cool and, and the different aspects of the effectively magic that they are able to do is kind of cool. But yeah, I, I know we're we're not going to we're not here to talk about the movie. However, when I did pull up this <laughs> this show, the movie was right next to it. Obviously, when you search for this and it, it like, you know, automatically played a bit of the movie. And yeah, it seemed it's such a cool idea that you think would be such a cool movie. But even the one minute that I saw, the fight scenes were <laughs> awful. They were yeah. so it was like one on one, even though there was a group of people and they each kind of like waited their turn to respond to the fight. <laughs> it's as if we were like watching a real life video game where like you get a turn and then you have to wait and then you, you, your opponent gets to go and stuff like that. I, I really don't understand uh, how they messed it up so bad. Yeah. Uh, on on that note, they are making another live action Avatar. Uh, Netflix is making it, so it might be better. I am uh, quite okay. hopeful for that. Yeah. Is it is it off uh, like on its own? It doesn't relate to the other movie at all or anything like that. Great. Okay. <laughs> Starting from scratch. I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, good on them then. Burn that to the ground and build that back up. Can I think uh, the like original creators of the uh, animated show are going to be heavily involved in the live action, which uh, oh, good. I understand okay. they, they were not heavily involved with the uh, 2010 uh, movie Abomination. So uh, that's shocking. That's... <laughs> I was wondering where that sentence was going to end. That 2010 and then what adjective you were going to use to describe it. Abomination is correct. Pile of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think we'll, we might talk a little bit more about the movie, uh, especially because CJ hasn't seen uh, 98% of the of the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, and the movie. Uh, I I really really like this episode, and uh, yeah, can I think I think you nail on the head when it this accomplishes so many of the things that the movie didn't even try to do. So yeah, definitely, and I I think you, uh, I mean, I touched on it a little bit earlier, but I think you picked a great episode to to talk about. Um, because it, it really is like a slice of the show where there's not too much extraneous stuff going on or, or even really plot building, but it's kind of just just the characters and kind of, as you said, the storytelling uh, really comes through mm-hmm. uh, well in this episode. It, it definitely had the feel of like a Karate Kid type episode <laughs> where it's like a yeah. master and he's learning and to be disciplined and not get frustrated and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, CJ, is uh, like someone who's, you know, very, very new to the show, uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, uh, that it's, you know, very similar to like Karate Kid, you know, student-master relationship. Uh, was there anything else that stuck out to you? Did it seem like a, a kid's show? Did it seem like, or did you like feel lost? Uh, how, how, how else did you feel during it? 
I think I could tell it was a kid's show f- or, like for that. Like it was teaching discipline and, and stuff like that. Like it, it definitely felt like each episode and again, I've watched like two and a half or something like that. But yeah, the sort of a, a lesson to be learned at the end of the episode and things like that. I, I definitely think it's a very cool concept that's sort of like sci-fi fantasy-esque type thing. Uh, I, I get why I could see why it, it became so popular. I think it's just a, a cool story. I probably won't continue to watch it just because I have other things on my docket, but I'm, I'm now tempted to watch the movie just to see how bad it is. Like, no, don't, don't. <laughs> it's not even worth it's, like, it's, it's, it's not, you're, you're not going to have a good time. It's not even like a, like you can hate watch or like think it's funny or anything. It's like boring and bad. Like they actually like, gotcha. uh, so as you saw in the episode, Sokka, the guy who gets stuck in the ground, he's like the comic relief, sarcastic, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Loves meat. He and loves meat. He is just nothing. And like, he's, he's a character, but he's basically a cardboard cutout in the movie. Yeah. There is zero humor. There's zero fun. And it's just dour and not even so bad. It's good. Ugh. That's so yeah. disappointing. <laughs> it is. To, to me, somebody who has no investment whatsoever <laughs> into this show, I find that disappointing. <laughs> uh, I actually remember back in 2010, my friend Ryan was so excited for the movie because he, he loved the show a lot as well. And it you know came out like right around the fourth of July and over the summer. So he shaved his head and he like uh, got blue tape and you know taped an arrow onto his head. You know I think he wow he brought like a wooden uh, a wooden stick that was like his his staff uh, that Aang has. And uh, I guess back when you could bring stuff like that to a movie theater. <laughs> and he went to the midnight premiere. And we happened to like the rest of our friend group was like still hanging out at like two a.m. and he like. Uh, met up with us and he just like had the worst the worst look on his face he was just so broken he was so hurt he like almost walked out but he had to stick it you know he had to go all the way through ah anyway we can keep talking about how good this episode was if you guys want (laughs) well i so cj i don't know if you are aware of this but there was a sequel series made after avatar completed um called legend of korra which i I watched i'm curious um riley did you watch that I've actually only seen a few episodes because, okay. uh, yeah, that was on when I was in like high school, college, and uh, uh, lost a little interest in, in cartoons by then. Uh, obviously, that interest has picked up now that I'm in my mid twenties, late twenties, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I and now it's on the uh, only on C, uh, CBS Access, I think, uh, oh, for streaming, okay. which is unfortunate. Uh, but yeah. now that I've rewatched Avatar, uh, I really do want to try Korra because I, I only heard that it's like the same world but like a little different like a hundred years later or so uh and like you know technology's moved in like focuses on like non-bending people as well and it's something I, I definitely do want to explore as well yeah do they have like an, a name for non-bending people like normies or muggles or what have you it's just non-benders I think is, is what they call them are there that many non-benders, or are they like, or or are they in the mini- minority, where there's more bendy people than non-benders? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure benders are, are less common. Yeah, than yeah, non-benders. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. They no, they, they're they, still they, prevalent. Yeah, people who can control the elements, they call them benders. People who can't, they call them Philip J. Fries. So, got it. <laughs> Actually, that, that kind of fits for Futurama too, because Fry's just like a normal dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm just trying to shape the uh, the picture of the society in my head. Mm-hmm. 
of where uh, they stand. But uh, Ken, do you have uh, have you watched much or all of uh, Legend of Korra? I watched it all. I I, w- I watched it one time where I couldn't get through it, and then I watched it all the way through another time. I'm not a fan, to be honest. I I, I definitely like the original series mm-hmm. way better. It's not horrible, and and it does some interesting additional world building. Um, obviously, because it, it's 100 years later and, and things have changed quite a bit. Um, they they even build on kind of what is the Avatar a little bit with like mythology and things like that. I could take it or leave it, honestly. Uh, I don't know. It, it 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 didn't have the same charm. That's personally. fair. Uh, I I I would definitely rather rewatch the original series than stick with it and rewatch Korra. That's very fair. I have a question. How do they know this kid's gonna like save the world? Uh, it is prophecy that is that is the avatar's role in the world is to provide balance is that all in like episode one they explain all that uh, stuff it's, it's all in like the intro <laughs> i watched yeah, the intro it didn't explain it that well no not really yeah they they touch more on in like the first couple episodes mm-hmm. um that that's like the the purpose of the avatar is yeah they in touch with the spirits and he, yeah that's he's provides balance but how do they know know. like the intro says yeah this (laughs) this kid is supposed to save us but how and Uh, and why actually like come like season three like when you know we're getting to like the 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 finale and the climax where like ang does have to like finally face the fire lord and like really try to stop the war uh like there actually is like a lot of uh, doubt and uncertainty that you see in ang you know it's not exactly a spoiler i mean you, you can tell the show is heading that way but uh you know he like loses sleep he's like having nightmares and like anxiety about trying to fulfill this destiny and worrying if he's gonna be able to do it and be powerful enough or and also like you know if he can do you know do what's necessary you know be as like violent because you know ang is like a a, uh, based off of you know he's part of like a a, basically a buddhist uh culture and like and you know uh those those are the kind of questions that they raise about you know uh, like Ken said, like the destiny that he has, you know, it's preordained, but it does add enough uncertainty, like how you're uh, describing CJ, that it builds up the tension and like the final like stretch run of the series does have that kind of drama where he really is just a kid and can he actually do it is the real question. I did like that in this in this particular episode that they kind of he he sort of tells his friend that like. Hey, just so you know, this is kind of hard. Like, I got a lot of pressure <laughs> riding on whether or not I can learn this. Like, cut me some mm-hmm. slack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that definitely, like Riley says, only builds as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it becomes crushing at one point, I, I believe. Um, How so, old yeah, is this it, kid? It, 12. like 10? Yeah. 12? Okay, yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And especially for, like, what is supposed to be a, a, a kid's show. I mean, it definitely gets dark in some parts, I mean, especially like even at the end of this episode, it, it oh, ends yeah. with Zuko on top of a mountain, basically <laughs> yelling at the sky to like, hey, you've given me so much shit in my life. Yeah. Like, Give me more now. And just crying and like screaming out. And that's how it ends. And that's that's pretty crazy for a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> um, that definitely did st- stick with me. I was like, eh, that's how they're going to end this episode. Yeah. Of just somebody screaming into a lightning storm. Uh, but then again, I don't really like know who that guy is. So I just thought <laughs> some like angsty teen going through some stuff. Basically, yeah, but he is a, he's he a on complicated the nose. past too. Yeah. <laughs> How did he get that scar? Aren't you curious, CJ? Uh, Why is he so serious? <laughs> <laughs> is it a burn? Did I guess it? 
Is it a like it a, is a burn? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was hard. He was on the middle school playground and the bully like told a really good yo mama joke. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of burn. Got it. Yeah, just just seared him. He'll yeah. never live down from that. He's like, ha, your mama killed the fire lord and is in exile. That sucks. <laughs> That's the punchline. <laughs> oh, it, it's what actually happened to his mom. <laughs> it is basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the show seems very uplifting for kids. <laughs> well, that, I think that's why a lot of adults like it is because it does have that extra few layers, really. Um, that that makes it more than a kid show. Yeah, can you imagine being in seventh grade and having the fate of the world <laughs> rise on your shoulders? What was I doing in seventh yes, grade? Yes, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, for you I specifically? To, I had to save the world. I clearly failed. Um, and yeah. yeah, at least your hair grew sure. back. <laughs> I'm glad my hair grew back, though, after I had shaved it. Is that why he lost his hair? Why? Do, yeah, why is he bald? He Because he's a monk, he shaves his head. Ah. And same same reason he has the tattoos. Like once you're a master of airbending, uh, you get those arrows all over your body. Gotcha. Which is kind of fucked up. Like they just tattoo eleven year olds. <laughs> a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like stay stay down, Aang. <laughs> you can play with your ball after this. Just right. Yeah. Rough. It's it's with you for the rest of your life. You're gonna look like this. This is what you look like now. And I saw in the the snippet of the movie that that glows up when he's like supercharging or something like that state yeah Mm -hmm. that's what that's what uh nirvana is you just your tattoos glow yeah yeah basically that's it's he uh what what does that really do it just makes it more powerful he like taps into his past lives and Mm -hmm. can be basically just super powerful yeah a very super powerful lightning bug yes (laughs) yes he goes effectively super saiyan if you will yeah Yeah. got it yeah Yeah. he's over nine thousand. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I have a question for you guys and it's you know like the it's a question a lot of people who like the show are often asked it's well, you know the personality barometer but you know if you guys could choose one of the four nations or four elements to bend which one would you guys choose and I know CJ that you obviously you have a very cursory knowledge of these things but yes I, I feel like <laughs> I, I, I think we saw like all four types of bending in this episode so you know, hopefully that helps you uh, make it. You know, if you if you want to make a decision, CJ, why don't you think about it for a second? Yeah, I, I have an answer ready to go. Okay, so uh, I've definitely we've, I've had discussions with this exact same question before. Right. So I think airbending would be the most fun because you can effectively fly mm-hmm. uh, with the right tools. But I think economically, uh, earthbending would probably be uh, the best because then I could just like clear space for uh, like new development. Just, like, He'd be a construction worker. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. A real estate I thought you were developer. Gonna say, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're going to yeah, like exactly. find diamonds in the earth and then sell those, but you're just like, oh, oh no, sure, yeah, yeah, I can clear out this forest for you just <laughs> so you can build some fucking apartments or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, ex- that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah, it's it's the lamest and most boring answer, but it is what's going to make a meal. Yeah, you somehow so. made earth bending the, the like the most boring version of bending even more yeah. boring ken oh uh, yeah okay that is a very unique answer though i've never heard that before <laughs> yeah, for, yeah his answer is for real estate yeah great uh yeah. Uh, yeah you made a good point i'm leaning towards air because that would be super fun to fly and because it, you're always like around it so mm-hmm. but it, can can the fire people just like make fire out of nowhere right 
or they have yes, to have basically. some source. Okay. No, yes. they, they can. Uh, in the movie, that. they have to have a source, which is another big problem with that Ugh. thing. Man, we are they just carrying that. around Zippos with them the entire time? <laughs> they, yeah, they like yeah. make a campfire and then they bend off of it. It's, ugh, it's so stupid. Gotcha. Yeah, I'd probably lean towards air because I'd want to fly. Riley? If you uh, asked me when I like first watched the show as a kid, I was like, a, I definitely wanted to firebend just because like the power mm-hmm. and like you do lightning too. Uh, I basically just wanted to be a, a Sith Lord. Just... just um but also like the fire stuff is awesome and like you can some really strong firebenders can also fly kind of like the human torch does where they just like propel themselves Mm. which is pretty cool uh also i want to impose my will upon other nations that's just part of my personality personality. now though i think i would probably hmm it would probably probably either be air or water which are I, i think pretty similar like you know, in the show, Aang picks up waterbending pretty easily because, you know, they're both very flowing and, you know, forms of martial arts. But uh, water, you can do a, a lot of different things and there is a lot of water. And also you can, not to spoil anything for you, CJ, but you can also uh, bloodbend with water. I which knew is, that's where I was going. Which Ugh, is what? really cool. It's basically you can just <laughs> yeah, control I... other people because we're mostly water. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but, this, but they're like aware weird. of what's going on, right? Like you're not controlling. Yeah, and you're it's kind of kind of painful too, apparently. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, I, so Riley is full blown evil. That's what we've yeah. learned today. <laughs> yeah, I either want to have firepower to bend people to my will, or water to bend people to my will. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> God. Uh, but also, quite literally. Cool. Yeah. But air is cool. <laughs> air is cool. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so you're going to say, like, oh, well, then you could, like, just take the air out of people's lungs, you know? Oh, you could do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Earth, yeah. I'll ruin their real estate developments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, Riley, I think, I think it's about time for... Hey, did you do that? That's right, listeners. This is the trivia portion of the show where we p- usually pit our guests to see you head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watch, but... Riley was generous enough to offer oh, no. up to run trivia this week. Which uh, means always I happy stand to always happy no to chance. So it's going to be me and CJ head to head. So I have uh, I have a few uh, a few questions. Uh, some are very much like some are about the actual mythology of the show. Uh, some CJ will have a, ch- a shot at actually. So okay. <laughs> thank you. Uh, first one is uh, about one of the voice actors in the show. Uh, the actress who voices Katara, who is the, uh, CJ, as you saw, the waterbender, she's teaching Aang waterbending, she's like the, the very, uh, bubbly one. She seems the most level-headed. Yes, yeah, very level-headed. Her voice actress is, uh, named Mae Whitman, and she is also on the show Arrested Development. Which character does Mae Whitman play? Buzzing in. Ken. She's, she, she's Anne. Uh, yes. Arrested Development. Yes, wow. she is. A woman yeah, of very many I, names. Egg, plant, her. Egg. <laughs> and Anne. Her. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so, Ken, you get one point. All right. May Woman, she's also in uh, like Perks of Being a Wallflower, the NBC show Good Girls. She's a really good actress. All right, next up. Ken, you mentioned the show Legend of Korra. Uh, ran a few years after Avatar The Last Airbender. Which series, Avatar or Legend of Korra, had more seasons? CJ, you go first. <laughs> Um, it's an either or more seasons. This one has three. <laughs> so 
I'll say the new one, the Legends okay. one. Ken? Yeah, it's it's Korra. <laughs> All right, you both get a point. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, all the right. last one wasn't aired though, which is interesting, or, or like only part of it was aired. Really? Yeah, there was a bit of controversy because Cora uh, ends up being uh, gay, and and mm-hmm. so I don't know if they weren't comfortable airing that at the time or what, but she's become a, effectively a, a, a symbol of, of that community since then, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Nice, but yeah, shame on them anyway. for canceling it because of that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I also did not know that about Cora. Oh, wow. Um, oh, yeah. That's Spoilers. Actually, Sorry. That's actually a cool <laughs> reason to, to watch the show. Um, all right. Nice. No, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. How do you spell Aang's name? CJ, <laughs> oh, give you a best shot. <laughs> Aang. Uh, there's got to be like a U in there somewhere. A A U. Even though it's two vowels next to each other, A U N G. Okay, Ken, how do you spell Ang? Uh, there are two vowels next to each other, <laughs> but it's two A's, A A N G. Ooh, Dang. right? <laughs> yes, it is. That is right. Okay. That is right. Okay, Ken. a few. I, I, I was, I was like, uh, pretty sure. The Avatar named Ong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ong. <laughs> Ong. All right. Um, movie question. Unfortunately, I do have a movie question Uh-oh. here. Who directed and wrote the shitty movie adaptation, The Last Airbender? This is usually where like a, a multiple choice would come into play. Okay. Because <laughs> well, there's no way I'm going to be I able mean, to just pull a writer-director. Uh, Ken, um, do you, are I, you able to... I have the answer ready to go, yeah. <laughs> Ken, who, uh, dire- who directed The Last Airbender? M. Night Shyamalan. Wow. Right? Am mm-hmm. I wrong? Oh, no. Oh, you, no, wrong. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I was just, I was just, yeah. try, I was trying to gauge CJ's reaction. <laughs> Dang. Weird, right? That is very bizarre. Is there some twist ending at the end? I know. No, it just sucks the entire time. I wish the twist were like, hey, just kidding. The movie, real movie is going to (laughs) start. Yeah. Yeah. The twist was that it sucked. Everybody was hopeful and it was bad. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So in this episode, while Zuko, the guy with the scar on his face and his uncle Iroh, Iroh, are learning or or he's teaching him about firebending iroh says this place uh in in someone's body is the center of their chi and where they draw their power which place is it cj do you want first dibs yeah ken's chomping at the bit there uh their uh (laughs) their gut ken what's your answer yeah that's that's right i mean stomach i think is what he says yes that is right yeah gut stomach both acceptable Woo! hell yeah uh and uh, so later in the series, uh, Aang uh, learns from this uh, guru about uh, unlocking chakras in his body so that he can um, tap into more of his power. And while he's learning about that, he learns about the, I have it pulled up, the solar plexus chakra, the Manipura, where power and strength uh, reside. It's one of the seven chakras. I'm not fully condoning uh, spiritualism exactly. Uh, not saying I believe in it, but that is, um, yeah, that is uh, what he says firebenders draw their power from, which is pretty cool. And like a real life spiritualism that the show uh, uses. Cool. I was afraid that was going to be a question like, what What are the other six? <laughs> oh, oh, God. No. <laughs> I was no like, idea. I don't remember, man. <laughs> All right. One more question. Uh, because Rotten Tomatoes has a TV section. 
two, uh, there are two, I mean, you guys know what's coming. Two more questions. Uh, okay. Closest one, uh, I won't do close without going over, but just closest one, who is going to get closest to Avatar The Last Airbender's average tomato meter? That's the critics and their opinion about this show. Uh, CJ, what do you say? Uh, 90. 90. Ken? 100. Ken, you got it right on the dot. It is 100%. Okay. On, it wow. is very beloved uh, by critics. Okay. Uh, it is, yeah, it's amazing. Um, and then. I, I legitimately didn't know that. I, I just gathered what it, what it might be. It's a really good show. It so is. I, it is. Uh, all right. And then, same kind of guessing. Uh, what is the average audience score? CJ? 95. 95. Ken? Yeah, that's tough. Um, I, I won't go 100 because I, I think the the way they score critics is a little different. Um, I guess to be different, 96, 96. Ken, you are still closer because <laughs> it okay. is 99% audience score. Wow. Dang. Which, yeah, That's just goes to show, just goes to show. Yeah. Very, uh, I mean, all around, uh, very well liked show. And, uh, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I got to talk to somebody about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a show, uh, my girlfriend just does not seem interested, uh, in watching. So, um, <laughs> then it's been, uh, cool to talk to somebody about it. No, I, I, I appreciate it. I don't know how CJ feels, but, uh, I appreciate you picking this one. I think Ken surprising no one that makes you our winner. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey! Good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not, not really a shocker. Um, Ken, your, your prize, by the way, is a white Lotus tile. Congratulations. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, That's pretty cool. Oh, no, yeah. And does it make me a member? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty You cool. and Boomy and uh, John John, you guys are all going to hang out. Sweet. Now, what I'm picturing is that you went to Home Depot and picked out a little sample tile of you redoing your <laughs> counters or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to you gotta up the property value that you just cleared off, Ken, right? Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be nice homes. It's just I got to make the space for him. <laughs> uh, well, I, th- I think that means it's time for ratings now. Ratings. Uh, Riley, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate Avatar: The Last Airbender, the TV show, for you? Uh, are we doing the episode or the show as a whole? Uh, we can do both. Okay. Uh, this episode, uh, I really like it. Uh, I really like the way it is evidence about the you know wonderful world building and. Um, like the philosophy that they uh, incorporated in the show, like uh, during Zuko's training, uh, you know, Iroh kind of goes through all four elements and shows, you know, how they can work together and how you can not only learn firebending as Zuko has tried his whole life, but you can incorporate other aspects of other different arts and nations uh, to, you know, improve yourself. And uh, that's why, you know, he learns this waterbending technique to go along with, you know, uh, his firebending. Uh, and same with Aang, like the philosophy of, you know, the airbending that he was brought up with to, uh, you know, avoid uh, or, you know, come up with clever um, solutions rather than face things head on uh, as an earthbender does. And, you know, those opposites kind of meeting and him, you know, overcoming that, uh, you know, that is not prejudice. He's not prejudiced against earth, earthbenders or anything, but just uh, of that way of thinking and, you know, yeah, growing and, you know, learning that discipline Anyway, that's a rambling thought. I think I think it's just a very very strong episode. Definitely a nine overall. The show is a ten. Obviously, I love it. Dang, dang. <laughs> nice, uh, CJ. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, you can just do one rating for you because yeah, you have the context. I do think it's a cool concept. I like the show overall's idea. Uh, it's a bummer that the movie sucked because they blew a chance to make a real cool movie. Uh, but I know that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> um, I didn't hate watching this. Uh, it kept my interest. I'll say like uh, seven. Okay, pretty good. Oh, I ah. thought you were gonna. Oh, my bad. That's it's not a ten. <laughs> tens only. <laughs> only tens. Ken, what'd you think? Yeah, this is uh, definitely probably one of my all-time favorite shows. Um, I've rewatched it many times. I'm sure I will in the future as well. Especially now that it's on Netflix, I probably will. It, it's one of those shows we used to watch like right before we go to bed or something because it's light for the most part. I mean, sometimes it's not, but and short too. Um, but it's it's just a really awesome show. Uh, it's it's full ten, full ten for me. It's really, really good. Yeah, def- definitely out there is is one of the, one of the best shows that I that I like. Uh, Ken, I'm curious, like when you watch a show, um, or like even a movie, do you like ever rate things on IMDb, like out of 10, like their scale? No, I mean, uh, other than the show. Um, no, I don't, I don't actually track that anywhere. Interesting. Um, okay. I should. Except some CJ's notes on this episode, on this show. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Our I master should, spreadsheet. I should go back through, through everything. Yeah. That we've done and I should update, uh, IMDb or something. I'm sure you could get some pretty good recommendations based of all the things that we've said on the show. <laughs> I use a uh, letterboxd to keep track Ooh. of that stuff. Love letterboxd. Oh yeah. I, I downloaded that at one point. Yeah. Get on that. I also love that you can stumble upon uh, people's like, there's people out there that just write funny reviews that have like nothing to do with the actual movie. You can like find <laughs> some pretty fun ones. So I'm now following people that purely for like the comedic effect, not for their tasted movies at all. Nice. Uh, have you written any reviews, CJ or just, no. or, or tried to be fun or like tried to do the funny ones? No, definitely not. <laughs> I'll bet you could do really well. Maybe I'll take a stab maybe. at some next time. Maybe. Have you written any reviews? Really? Uh, on Letterboxd, yes. Uh, in like the year-end kind of ranking, uh, but they're like very, very, very short, and they're they're usually probably a little too serious. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for joining us, Riley. It's it is for having you. Always my pleasure, guys. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug at the end of uh, the show here? <sighs> um, I mean, uh, nothing personally, but uh, just you know, want to remind people that, uh, there's still a pandemic. So make sure that, uh, you're wearing masks and washing your hands and being safe. Uh, and also maintaining social distance, uh, unless you are also wearing a mask and going to, uh, civil rights protests. Uh, but also remain safe at those, uh, in terms of the virus. And, uh, you know, uh, if anybody can spare uh, money for donations or their time for protests or anything, uh, supporting movements such as or organizations such as Black Lives Matter uh, is very, very important. Hell yes. Well said. Perfect. Uh, thank you again, Riley, uh, for joining us. CJ, what do we have to plug? Feels real shitty more, to follow more that. Selfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, go follow us at all the things at Over Talking Pod. That's it. Perfect. Yeah, Over Talking Pod at party. You'll find everything. Um, uh, we don't need to do the other thing. Donate, 
donate your money and time and uh, stay safe. I like that. Yeah. And as we always say, Avatar State. Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Riley. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.